0: About that. you know what's so great about that? Just a that, second. Al? What is this, Joe decky Or is this the other one that you Joe said? Joe Decky? Like? This is Joe decky Charday. S- Talk to you. Is this? I'm genuinely asking. Is this? It's Shardé? not genuine. <laughs>
1: I don't know. No, there's genuine. Oh, We yeah, did that him. last time. He was on Parks and Rec. I we know did that him. last time. Yeah, Genuine is Donna. This is
0: uh, Donna I forget Donna's last name. Donna Meagle. She's Donna Meagle's cousin, Genuine. That, so if you're a hip-hop artist that is disappeared in fantastic. a sitcom, I
1: might know you. You'll be fantastic. We just go through a streak of a week where it's just R&B hits, mm-hmm. and then you just let it marinate for a little bit. Listeners know, listen, we're going to talk sports, but we're also going to play R&B hits. That's, that's what people know about you. You end up. I'm going to use this as an example. This uh-huh. upcoming weekend, if this comes on on the dance floor, and you're a couple drinks deep, no, see, okay, go are, ahead, you there, are you going out there? Are you going out there? And this? basically, yeah, and you're doing it. You're doing it before anybody else gets out. Like you're to the first. This? Yep, you're the first one that actually goes
0: out on okay, the dance floor. I'm genuinely asking. Nobody dances to this, right? Of this you is do. like mellow and slow. This is like getting in the mood music. Yeah, but you do dance to this. Yeah, you would serenade your uh, wife to this. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to serenade somebody at a wedding. (laughs) Like, I want want something that's a little more... you got enough liquor in you, you would do anything. A little more tempo. A little bounce. Yeah. A little bounce to it. Yeah. What's the one... um, uh, I can't think of the name, and I'll get it wrong, and it'll be even more embarrassing. But no, I'm not going to sing to anybody. I'm I'm looking to have a good time. You should
1: do this song. Um, (laughs) You should sing this song to your wedding on Friday. (laughs) You should just out of nowhere say, I want to do something special for my lady.
0: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, is there anything worse than somebody that hijacks another person's wedding with their stuff? Yeah, that's not a good idea. That's a bad That's not look. a good idea. Hey, you know, I just want to take a moment. We're here to celebrate uh, Tom and, and Judy. Or the best man speech that goes
1: nine minutes and and okay. everything's about that person. Let me help you here. Yeah.
0: If your best man speech is longer than three minutes, you need to rewrite it. You need to rewrite it. Uh, thing needs to. Here, here's what you do. Yeah. Funny story. Love you. Peace Cheers. out. Peace out. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, Let that's me it. tell you about Al. Funny story about Al. Let me tell you about how much Al means to me. Bye. Mm-hmm. Cheers, everybody. That's it. If I you've could, got I a second you, page,
1: you've done it wrong. I could see you going 12 to 15 minutes, and you're getting tweets. You're taking tweets. <laughs> like, it's like a full segment. It's a real Hold segment. On.
0: I just got something from John and Fortin. That <laughs> okay, like we got an read. ass here. Got a
1: couple ass that we want to get into.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys may know me from the Travis and Sliwa show. Let me start. We do this every day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> I'm going to put Manuel and Gardena on speaker. Let me just get this over towards the mic. <laughs> hey, now – you're producing we your, might be, your wedding toast. I we like that. Let me know when you're ready and I will uh, I, I will knock it Sounds out. Sounds good. Park. That's good. You, I don't like that you kind of hijacked Chris's open right there because Keisha's call needs to be respected. You know what made that so good? not I know. only that she was talking about tony Saragusa, it's fat and ugly whatever she called it she said
1: he's dirty he's fat <laughs> and i hadn't heard anything else i'm like is that what she's
0: going with I, is there another story to this the best part she's giggling as she's saying it when they, when you heard it back the second Actually, time you I, could hear her laughing i couldn't at tell her
1: own meanness i couldn't tell if that was
0: her or somebody in the background it was her it's great that is good fantastic. for you, Keisha. Call back as often as you like. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Monday night football last night, Al was Jared Goff's entire Rams career in four quarters of football. It I- was it was just a a masterpiece of producing by Jared Goff himself. Of hey guys, let me show you what you really liked. And let me show you while I'm a member of the Detroit Lions, and I'm going to do it in three hours. Stand back. Here I go. Sit back and enjoy <laughs> the ride. <laughs> exactly. You want to see a dime right over the defender's hands, soft as a butterfly, into my receiver? Boom. There you go. Touchdown. Hey, you want to feel good about where we are? Watch this. Right down the field. Touchdown. How you like me now? Here we go. Super Bowl, baby. Next seven snaps. Guarantee you I'm going to fumble one. Hey, hey. you ready for the other part? Okay, this is act two of the story. Act two is watch me fumble this snap after I've already fumbled once in the game. Are you done with that? Okay, you guys got the fumble? Watch this. Interception. The only thing missing from his repertoire last night was the soul-crushing pick six. That was another part of his game that he decided to keep in his back pocket last night. You confuse me. You really do. Because I
1: can't fully understand your perception on Jared Goff. Because... Part of me feels like you genuinely yesterday, when the score was 17-14 at halftime, and Jared Goff had a good first half, Mm -hmm. part of me thinks that, no, 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 I want to be able to justify why the Rams went out and got Stafford, and not just justify it, because I think if you took a poll right now, would you rather have Matt Stafford or Jared Goff? 95% are going to say Matt Stafford. I that's fair. But I think it's more than that. It's not only do we have the right guy, not only is this guy going to give us a better chance to win the Super Bowl, part of me feels that you want to see Jared Goff also fail in the process. I, I We've talked so much about Jared Goff. He's not on the squad anymore. I don't know why he comes up so much
0: because it's affirmation that the right decision was made it's affirmation that the problem because I'm trying to think of a good example i don't think here. nobody i don't think anybody feels it wasn't the right decision but no that's no, no, why it's different there, there there was some thought process to we think it's the quarterback. We think it's the quarterback. But when you went and got the other quarterback, in this case Matthew Stafford, yeah. it was dude, you know that you just replaced a guy that went to the Super Bowl with a guy that's never won a playoff game? There was that. There was And that's know, not gonna go anywhere and it shouldn't go anywhere. So Not I, until I, he I, wins some playoff games. That that that's not gonna go anywhere. But I'm I'm gonna use a story. The reason I think people keep pointing it out is because it means that you fix the problem. And what I mean by that is is this. When it rains, there's a corner of my yard that floods. Okay. Okay. And it floods and it floods, and the water comes into the house and it's a giant mess and it's incredibly frustrating. And you know that that part of the yard is just, that's the problem. I need to fix that problem. We finally got it figured out where we now have the water runs off to the yard the way that it's supposed to. And every time it rains, I say to my wife, same thing see, look, fixed it. Rain harder. Come on, give me the 100-year flood. I want to see how much water we can point on that before it starts to flood again because I feel good that I fixed the problem. Jared Goff is the flooded corner of your yard. You've fixed it. It's ready to go now. And every time it rains, namely Matt Stafford doesn't throw it to the wrong team or drop the snap, you feel pretty good about you fixing the problem. So i,
1: I that's actually a great analogy because there's plenty of times you go back, something that bothered you a ton – you go back and you make mention of, like, hey, that's gone. Yeah. I, I I don't have to worry about that anymore. But this is what I find kind of comical is you do it so often. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying in general. I feel like since Jared Goff was traded, I've heard Jared Goff's name more than when he was actually on the team. Like I, I feel like he's talked about so much. And th- let me give this as an example. If you're looking for I want people – I want to feel good that that trade was the right decision. That this is the right move for their future. And maybe there's some question marks even about Matt Stafford because he's only played in three playoff games and he was zero three in those playoff games. I don't think you're going to figure any of that out for a while. And I and I, and disagree I don't with and that. I don't like the comparisons of watching Jared Goff lose in Detroit. For the Detroit it's, Lions, which is one of the worst organizations in all of football that has had absolutely no success, and then all of a sudden that helps. just. only thing you got to watch is, is Stafford succeeding with the Rams, and that's all you have to pay attention no, to? No,
0: it's not that. It's, it's, not, it's not just that. It's the problems that Jared Goff had here happening in Detroit has nothing to do with the Lions. It, it's a Jared Goff issue, right? If Jared Goff all of a sudden look like a different player, then it's a credit to whoever else has him. Or if he looks different, all of a sudden, let's say Jared Goff, I'm trying to think of a good example here because he did everything pretty poorly. But let's say that for whatever reason he wasn't getting sacked here in L.A., and all of a sudden he's getting sacked in Detroit. That's a different problem. The problems you had here, the flood, Mm -hmm. if you will, Mm -hmm. it was the same flood. The water's coming through the same door. He doesn't hold onto the ball he throws interceptions, and he holds on to it too long. These are not Detroit Lion problems. These are Jared Goff problems. And that's why when you see it and then you watch a Rams game and the snap comes and it's one, two, ball out almost every time. Mm -hmm. Or if it's one, two, ball's not out – Matt Stafford's on the move, and he's a good enough athlete to extend the play and make something happen. It's not just that Jared Goff's bad on the Lions. It's that he was the exact same flavor of bad, which leads you to believe it was never going to change so that we did get it fixed. I think when you see it, and it's the only game on TV, Monday Night Football, the whole world is watching, and you see it go, Right, That right there is what we don't have anymore. And it feels good. I, I don't I don't want to sit here and stand
1: on Jared Goff is, like I'm trying to make a case here that Jared Goff is uh, is Tom Brady or Joe Montana. Sure, that's not the case that I'm making. I know. What I'm trying to make the case of is if you think by watching him play for the Detroit Lions, Against the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau he Field, had on a I, I get what uniform, you're saying. I get what Jacksonville you're saying. Uniform. Okay, here's it a perfect was example. Jared Goff. Here's a perfect example. Was Jared Goff? Will he have better representation? As in, he played better than he actually is when he played under Sean McVay and the Rams than when he plays in Detroit for an organization that has never been successful, a coach that you have no idea that wants to bite off your kneecaps or whatever that quote was. You're going to you're not going to get a representation of Jared Goff. So I'm gonna go back to this. All Stafford and Ram fans have to do just watch Stafford ball out because Stafford's got a lot to prove here too. Stafford no, also has got I, I'm with you on that three point. games coming up this or uh, three games in the next three weeks where there will be some challenges. I just just go back to this. I feel like he's been brought up so much, Jared Goff, and it's unnecessary.
0: The dude's going to go like he did. He's in Detroit. And he's probably going to be that quarterback that you've already described. He's exactly that guy and he was exactly that that game could have been in a lions uniform a edmonton eskimos uniform a van does vancouver have a cfl team i don't think so sure the uh calgary rough riders or whoever it is the the barcelona dragons from the wfl a million years ago it was what he did and now it's not here anymore and i think that's why rams fan my hands in the air that is as excited as we are about it because it's affirmation that the problem that we have is now somebody else's problem and we've got that piece figured you out. You can't get
1: affirmation in the first 2 weeks.
0: Sure you can. Did you not watch last night? Did let, you not see let this the performance season, that he put on?
1: Let this season play out. You can't get affirmation in 2 weeks. By the way, Matt Stafford is the right quarterback. That's look that's the thing is that's not even the argument. It's just if you're looking for affirmation, let's say the let's say the Los Angeles Rams get to the NFC Championship. Let's say Matt Stafford has a couple great years with the Rams and they never win a Super Bowl. Trav, that's very likely. That's more likely than winning a Super Bowl. That happens. I, it, what is your What is your affirmation going to be? Um,
0: if Stafford doesn't win a Super Bowl, was it the wrong move? Of course it wasn't. I think it matters what happens, but what I'm getting at, Al, is this, and then we'll move on to the next thing. Matthew Stafford hasn't had one moment where you're like, oh, my God, that looks exactly the same. He held on the ball too long. How did he drop that? Why is he holding the ball out on the side like that? Where is he looking? None of that. That it, in a very short period of time, you've realized that your new relationship has, has no, he's a completely gone in Absolutely a different direction a as your old one. No question and about And then it. when all of a sudden, for the first time, look, we're never going to talk about the Lions again because they're never going to be on another game that matters. But being on Monday Night Football. You are going to bring up Jared Goff. By next
1: week, he's going to come up again.
0: No, I don't think you're so. You're
1: going to pay attention no, to what no, no, no. he did in his no, performance.
0: No, no, no. If, if the Lions win, you're going to look, nope. and if they lose, you're going to look. Nope. What Jared Goff's name will come up in a different context. It'll come up in context of when Matt Stafford kills it, but what Jared Goff does against the Vikings and the, the yeah. Bears or whoever else they play, and there's one other time, they play the Rams this year at SoFi. So it, it, it'll come up there again. That's the only other time I'll ever see him play. The rest of it is relative. You drafted him stuff. in your fantasy. <laughs> they Sleeves, brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And last night, Monday Night yeah. Football, we had our stat hero, hero of the day, Aaron Jones, four touchdowns in last night's game. How about that? Just going to say, I don't want to sit
1: here and say that, you know, there's certain GMs out there that get the job done. I had Aaron Jones. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna really? say. I mean, I, I don't want to. I'm not here it's to brag. Pretty good.
0: I'm not gonna get, I'm uh, not gonna take credit.
1: Granted, I was losing by a lot before Aaron
0: Jones. Did not anymore. He <laughs> <did>. Not anymore. <laughs> No, did you see the story about him losing his, his necklace? Unbelievable. that he had, he had a necklace that he wears that yep. has the ashes of his deceased Dad. father yep. um, that he came off in the game. They, now, thankfully, they found it. And he said
1: it was in the end zone. Yeah. If he wants me to lose it anywhere. He want me to lose it in the end zone. But then he found I, it. Look, Aaron Jones,
0: you do you. Whatever makes you happy makes yeah. you happy, and I yeah. get it. But if... I would want that little keepsake somewhere safe. Like Especially in a football game. Football game where people everyone's are reaching targeting for your neck you. trying to grab you all night long. Maybe we put I that under your locker?
1: I lose a credit card once a week <laughs> and I don't have anybody chasing me down. <laughs> Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app, partner of Travis and Sleeva show Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for 300% back on your first play. You could start setting up uh, this Thursday night game, all the college games coming up, all the NFL games coming up. Stathero.com slash 710 ESPN. Okay,
0: so the Dodgers have 12 games left, the Giants have 12 games left, and the math is getting really tricky really quickly. Who needs to avoid that wild card game more, the Dodgers or San Francisco? That's next out. Travis Inslee, 710 ESPN.
2: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get five dollars off with code Eight Save. That's the number eight. S A V E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: Meshbuka. I think I got it. Yeah, Mishpucha. Whole family. That's us. Everybody. That's Mason and Ireland. That's Sedano and Cap. It's all of us. The Mishpucha. Keyshawn Kellerman and Jay. Yes. Uh, no, that's out of order. It's Keyshawn, Jay, Jay Will, and Max. Max yeah. is last just the name of the show i just want to make sure that you had it right it's important accuracy i'm a what is it i'm a bear for accuracy is that how you say it what was the thing you'd spent um 45 minutes on your
1: journalistic <laughs> and take, what was it bellinger take, You're just like what well, you needed one fact from bellinger
0: well no that and was you
1: you said hey i can't show up to the show i have to show up an hour late because i have to head down to the downtown public library to get some <laughs> Go facts Go
0: through the microfiche yeah i have to <laughs> <laughs> does that exist? I, first of all, do, libraries still exist. I've seen them. Yes, they do. Um, but does the microfiche still exist? Um, can I have that little piece of plastic that has nineteen newspapers on it? Slide it under this magnifying glass. That's impossible to find anything. Has there ever been a worse? That's why I do my that? prep uh, every
1: morning. That's what <laughs> I do. One
0: microfiche.
1: What are the standings between the Dodgers and the Giants?
0: <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Uh, speaking of yeah, one. Twelve and one; those are the numbers. Twelve games to go, one game back, and that's where the Dodgers are heading into their final four series of the year. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over seven hundred dollars on average. I hate this, by the way. It 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 it's gotten to the point. Uh, it's, it's gone from a hypothetical exercise because there was enough time left on the clock. Yeah, there yeah. was enough runway yeah. to, okay, you can really do the math now. If the Dodgers win 10, that means the Giants can only win 8 to, for the Dodgers to win the division. Outright. Let, outright. To mm-hmm. win it outright. Because, look, the second you're going into one-and-done situations or one-and-then-maybe-done situations, it brings in variance. You still have 12 games to get this done. The Giants play at San Diego starting today, at Colorado home with Arizona and San Diego, okay? Two bad teams in Arizona and Colorado, and then one team in San Diego. It's kind of a mystery at this point. We'll we'll see. They get them twice. The Dodgers in Colorado today, at Arizona after that, and then home with the same San Diego Padres and then the Milwaukee Brewers who are good. They're going to be the NL Central champions. The schedule narrowly favors San Francisco, I think. The momentum arguably could favor the Dodgers at this point but they're gonna to have to win 10 or so of these games to win that division there I don't see how the math works otherwise
1: this is why this is so stupid okay both teams by the way San Francisco if let, let's just kind of use this is the best gauge that I could I, this has been a a run to the wire here everybody's paying attention to every game that the Dodgers and Giants are playing over the last 30 days plus last 12 games for the Giants they're nine and three mm-hmm. last 12 games for the Dodgers they're nine and three that's a great record over your last twelve games. Mm-hmm. If that plays out over the final twelve games, San Francisco wins a division and the Dodgers are obviously set up in a one game wild card. I if I'm trying to make a comparison here, if I'm trying to say, okay, well, is it more important for the Giants or the Dodgers to win the division? Yes. Listen, I, I, of course, we're going to sit here and say it's it's so important for the Dodgers. It's so critical. You know, you get to set up your guys. You, you, Giants are not only in a one game potential playoff; they could be eliminated. Now you might play the Cardinals in a five games. Okay, we get get into all that, but this is the one thing that I think is the difference between the Dodgers and why for the Giants who have done. It's not like the Dodgers have done anything wrong. It's the Giants keep freaking responding to whatever the Dodgers do, the Giants continue to win. Exactly right. This is why these 12 games are everything to them. Because if I told you that the Dodgers win the division, or let's say I I said the Dodgers play 163rd game against the Giants, Mm -hmm. and in that one-game playoff, the Dodgers lose – and then the Dodgers win the wild card. Then they have to go back up to San Francisco and face them in a five-game set. Do you right. still feel like the
0: Dodgers would win that series? I do because of the depth. And this is why – look, the wild card is a terrible, terrible result for either the Dodgers or the Giants because of Luis Castillo. Okay, and I'm using him specifically to represent every major league pitcher who's He's just on kind, right okay. now, I think. <laughs> I think this this is a game. Luis Castillo. I I want to say this is the game that that you're referring to. That's 100 percent him, Mm -hmm. right? Luis Castillo. Just to throw some quick numbers, he's a major league pitcher for the Reds. His record this season is eight and 15. He loses twice as often as he wins. His ERA is over four. Last Friday night against the Dodgers, arguably the best team in baseball, he struck out 10 guys in six innings and didn't give up a run. That should make a cold shiver go up and down every spine of every Giants fan and of every Dodger fan because it doesn't have to be that Luis Castillo. Every team's got a Luis Castillo. Every team has a guy. Look, these are major league pitchers. Every single guy in the major leagues has the stuff to, on a day, lock you up. So you want to avoid it. Now, to your point, the Dodgers are more – adaptable to that situation than the giants are the scenarios that you just laid out tied at the end play an extra game dodgers go in and win a wild card game who's pitching the first game of the san francisco series julio julio who pitches game two kershaw kershaw you're you're fine who pitches game three you're back to you're back to scherzer Scherzer and bueller right you you are fine the opposite of that if the dodgers win 163, and the Giants go into the wild card and win coming to Dodger Stadium to open up that series. They're
1: not winning the series.
0: You got D. Scalfini and a bullpen day. That's in those first two games, and that's
1: the point that I make: is that Giants will treat these 12 games so desperate. You don't feel like if the Dodgers don't win the division, whether it's a sixty-third game or not, that you're right. You could have that one game, but I, I, I think there were odds that came out to win the World Series. Dodgers, I think, are still 30% odds. The mm-hmm. next closest is 12%, mm-hmm. something race. along those lines, right? So keeping that in mind, um, however things play out. You know, you know what's crazy about this? Do you know who's in the best position walking into the postseason? Milwaukee. Can, can you play this out for a second? So the Milwaukee Brewers don't have to play in a wild card game. nope, neither do the Atlanta Braves okay but let, let me even play it further than that. Milwaukee doesn't have to play in a playoff in a in a wild card game.'ll we'll have home field in the first round. will avoid the Dodgers. Or the Giants in the first round, as in let those two go up against each other if that's what it is, and then we'll face them in the in the round after. Yeah, not a pretty bad setup for the third best team in the National
0: League. It, it is a weird quirk where it works out like this. I agree it needs to be fixed. This is not something that... You, if you're Rob Manfred, you're the commissioner of baseball, and like they're getting ready to lock everybody out and do what they do, and that's a whole other conversation for another day, but... You're looking at this and I cannot have these aren't just the two best teams in the National League West. They're not just the two best teams in the National League. They're the two best teams in, in Major baseball. League Baseball. Right. The whole league. Yeah. One of them is going to be out after the first weekend. That's bad. That's just a bad, bad. deal. Yeah. You, bad. you need to, after you go through, even if it, look, let's say you want to keep the wild card exactly how it is. At that point, whoever comes out of it, we're reseeding. If the team that's got Simple. a wild card Atlanta has more and St. Louis are playing each other. Put the Dodgers and Giants on opposite sides Course. of the draw. And by the way, how much better would that series be if you're going into a best of seven, the winner goes to the World Series? Travis, it's so easy to fix and it's so common sense. That's all that's all we're asking for. Hey,
1: I want more baseball teams uh to make the postseason. You don't, right? Okay, that's a different conversation. But for this, let let Saint Louis and Atlanta play in a one game play. By the way, they're a game and a half separated. That's how it works. The, the Phoenix Suns or Utah Jazz shouldn't have the best record in, in, in uh, the NBA and have to play the Lakers or the, the – <laughs>
0: yeah. Come on. What are we it, doing? Well, here's the other thing too. And I'm with you to a point where you're the, the Dodgers just get into that best of five. They're in good shape. The Dodgers get the Brewers and the NLCS or even it's the Braves. They're in good shape. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I agree, and mm-hmm. I hope that that's how it goes. We need to stop for half a second. And realize that the Giants are really good. The Giants did not win 103 games because they got lucky. Okay, you do not get to the – there are 12 games left. They have the best record in baseball, better than the Dodgers. They've played the Dodgers 19 times this season, and they won more times than the Dodgers did. I get it. It's really close. 100%. There's a game difference between Mm -hmm. the Dodgers and Giants heads Mm -hmm. up. There's a game difference over the course of 150 games. Mm Mm-hmm. This is not a fluke. They're going to be very hard to beat in a five-game series. You need, We need to start thinking about not just, oh, once they get in, everything falls into place. That team is damn good. I hear you.
1: I think you hear yourself. And I think ultimately – you're still not 100% sold that they could beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in a five-game why set. Why not, though? I, because,
0: you're right. I, agree. You, I think you nailed my feelings exactly right, but why? I can't come to that. I, I don't have an answer. I, I think it's easy. I, I think, you know, when
1: we, I was just using the NBA as an example. Utah can win the most games. Phoenix can win the most games. Talent typically wins. You cannot ask for anything else from the Dodgers. They have everything. So until the San Francisco Giants won a 5 game set against the Dodgers I'd still be sitting there saying well you know if this was best of 7 <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but that's why it's best because of nine, when, best of 11 13 until the Dodgers get up all right that counts let's when go When Push comes to shove series.
1: when Push comes to shove there's a reason why they are a 30% favorite to still win it all regardless of where they end up in the division. I think you're right. You're right about the respect. You're right about they've been playing great. Until you watch the Dodgers lose three of five to the Giants, I just don't think you're going to believe it.
0: (laughs) I love what you said. Talent typically wins. You're right, right? We've played 150 games. This is this isn't, this isn't a, a a short three game. What was it last year? Where the Dodgers played the Brewers in the first round, right? And the Dodgers swept them right out. Done. We're out of here. On to the next one. That's where variance can come in, and, and all of those. Things, but this idea that the Dodgers are that are they better? Yes. Are they? Then and why do you this, feel that way? Because I, we both I, feel I, the I, same I don't way. No. And maybe it's Max Scherzer. Maybe it's that I. a lot to do. With I've it. seen Walker Bueller pitch in the postseason. No and question I know how about good it. That is. I, I know that Mookie is back and healthy, but it's not like the, to your point. Like the, let's use the or the Lakers, as an example from a year ago. It was very obvious why the Lakers had the seventh best record in the league. It was obvious because LeBron missed a bunch of time, AD missed a bunch of time, and it just they never really got a chance. I to... didn't think
1: Phoenix was a threat.
0: No, but that was obvious. The Dodgers, for the last month, let's say, okay, maybe maybe a little bit longer than that, they've been at full strength. or or more to the point they've been at at as close to full strength as they're going to get because I Cody Bellinger that piece is I've kind of moved on from that it it is what it is Mookie's back and playing well Seager's back and playing well you got Max Scherzer pitching, you know, as good as anybody's ever thrown a baseball. You've got Trey Turner, who might be the best player on the team. Will Smith is hitting home runs. Muncie's coming alive a little bit. You've got your vet and Justin Turner, who's always a threat. You know, you're missing A.J. Pollock, I guess, is the one piece, but Gavin Lux is hot. playing. It's not like you're waiting for something to come back, and hey, once we get that, we go right by him. They've been back.
1: But Giants keep winning. Like, I don't think it's the Dodgers that have done anything that's wrong. That's the what's giants so keep scary winning. about yeah.
0: it. Right? It's not that, hey, once the Dodgers blank, it's sure. They've no, already blanked. Here. Yeah, they're here. <laughs> They've already blanked in the jot in the dot. Twelve Giants games to them. go.
1: Both teams, uh, one game apart, and the Milwaukee Brewers are in the best position in baseball. Uh, Can could I? Can could I get get into something here? So when we come back, I want to do this. My like dancing. The question. <laughs> there was a question about. Shaq was asked this on first take with Stephen A. Smith about kind of championship or bust. I want to play out a scenario for you when we come back in regards to the Lakers. We'll do that coming up next. day right here at Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN.
0: still, still feel a certain way about their sports villains. This goes all the way back to something we were talking about earlier, Al. We were picking our favorite sports villains, the guys we yeah. love to hate. You had Paul Pierce. I had Larry Bird. They are still coming in. People are still wanting to uh, free themselves from their sports hate. Love to hate. Like that's such a – using those words together. Jumbo shrimp.
1: <laughs> it's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs>
0: it's the ultimate I oxymoron. love – I can't
1: tell you how much I love – hating this person it's like it's, it feels, doesn't it just sound there isn't a weird satisfying
0: feeling about god i hate this guy yeah and it, it's, it's fun in sports particularly because there's nothing really at stake other than you hope they miss a shot or something like that let's try one more of these here let's go to uh daniel in pomona daniel you're on with Travis slee what's up daniel what's up man hey 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 Travis. Uh,
1: first thing I want to say I love you guys' show. I'm a new listener. Uh, you guys do an amazing job. Uh, the first thing I wanted to say, man, I, I can't believe nobody said Madison Bumgarner, man. Yeah. Baumgartner, right there. Daniel, appreciate you calling. Daniel, uh, you know, God bless him. Appreciate the call. I think the phone was 40 feet away. <laughs> I don't think it was next to him. <laughs>
0: I don't know. The speaker turned on, and he was in the kitchen, but his phone was in the bedroom. <laughs> he was definitely driving, and the phone was. It's a suburban that he drives. <laughs> it was the third row, third row back. Uh, that's a good one. It is. A, you know what though? That ever since Max Muncy, go get it out of the ocean to him. I've I've kind of like lost my lust for Madison Bumgarner failure because part of the reason he was really fun to hate. Yeah. He was a part of those Giants World oh, yeah. Series teams. Oh, yeah. He was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He was so good. But when he started to stare down Muncie after the home run into the bay, and Muncie go get it out of the ocean if you don't like, okay, you're done, Bum That just kinda neutered him for the rest of his career in my eyes.
1: Okay, so I want to play something here from Shaq. Shaq was on uh first take with Stephen A. Smith. Let's I, I don't even want to set it up. I just want I want to play it and then we'll react to it. If both teams stay healthy. I would like to see those teams in the finals. But I like Carmelo. He was raised by us. West, Westbrook was raised by us. LeBron was raised by us. So you know when they get angry, they play very well. So now they're angry. Everybody's doubting them. They built this little super team. Carmelo, Evans is correct. this championship or bust. Okay, so I, I want to go off of this. Um, Carmelo was talking about the Lakers. It's just as simple as this. You either win a championship and it was a successful year or it wasn't. So, Trav, let, let me play out a scenario for you. Okay. Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets are by far the two favorites. By far the two favorites. Sure. Okay? Everybody's going to expect Brooklyn healthy, who, by the way, um, should have beat the Milwaukee Bucks. They weren't healthy. Lakers should have beat Okay, is what it is. It happens. This is part of sports. But coming into this season, if it's not the Lakers and the Nets, something has had had to have happened, right? Let's say uh, the Lakers. Uh, man, go ahead. I think something will have had to have happened, and there's a couple reasons for that. I don't think Philadelphia, who's Ben Simmons, is not going to report. I don't think Philly's going to be in the mix. Yeah, Milwaukee could be a problem, Sure, but I will just say that the Bucks were down two games to none. Kyrie gets injured. James Harden was a shell of himself.
0: They- I, I don't want to lose the point of the Lakers and, and the Nets because I, I like where you're headed, but... Giannis found a new gear in that series, though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the absence of those other guys. It certainly played a part, mm-hmm. but Giannis took his game to a whole new place. Put it this way go do it this year if that squad
1: is healthy. Yeah. And Lamarcus Aldridge is back on there. And they added Patty Mills. Like you go down the list, sure. the, the, the team is stacked. Sure. Let's say the Lakers played the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA Finals. Okay. And let's say it went seven games. And you got two unbelievable squads going at each other. Put it this way. It. It's not – if the Brooklyn Nets lost to the Lakers in seven games, you might just have to kind of sit there and say, there was nothing else that we could have done. If the Lakers lost to the Brooklyn Nets in seven games, I think it's kind of the same way. Maybe there was nothing. They lost by six points in game seven of the NBA Finals. Championship or bust?
0: In that scenario, is it – how would you describe that? I think it's different for those two different teams. I, I this, You're talking about a seven-game – Epic series, right? They both are just and they're they're both playing well. It's not a battle of attrition where Anthony Davis is out and James Harden no, is out. It's everybody's it, there. Everybody everybody's there and everybody's firing, right? I think for the Nets in that situation, it's a it's a great season and we got beat by a great team. We came up one game short and you can live with it, and it's a successful season in the eyes of that organization. Maybe not in the eyes of Kevin Durant, who's already got championships. He doesn't need to check boxes, but I think everybody else can kind of feel, James Harden can probably feel, you know what, hey, what whatever. We'll be back here. Yeah, we'll be back. Mm-hmm. I think for the Lakers, it's different. I think for the, the Lakers, the Celtics. I hate this answer. The Yankees. No, no, actually, I don't that, even think it's that. That, that. I think there are certain teams that it's either you win it all or it wasn't a good year. And the Lakers, and it, 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 it's the ultimate compliment. It's the ultimate compliment to say to somebody, I expect you to win it all, and anything less than that is looked at as a failure. You know where I thought you were going? I thought you were going towards
1: it's different for the Lakers, not because of those reasons. I thought you were going to say because you don't know how many years you have left well, with too. LeBron. Sure. no, that, that, that's, that, that, that's a part of it. Yeah. Where, where for Brooklyn, there's a window here. They're going to eventually. It looks like they're going to extend James Harden. You know, KD and Kyrie is going to be there. That's
0: going to be pretty much the same three for at least three, four years. Can I be honest with you? I don't know what's going to happen. When I, it comes I, to that. You're right, and and human anatomy and just the basic de- de- deterioration of the human body over time is kind of normal. I'm done predicting the end of the LeBron James run. i I, I thought that the LeBron James run was going to be over five years ago, and it's not. Hey, keep it like I know it feels like a million years ago. it wasn't. LeBron James was on his way to winning an MVP last year, okay, and I get it. And he had a, a an injury, but it wasn't one of those weird non-contact. Nobody touched him. Hey, why is he pulling no, up it's right a there? Freak play somebody rolled into his ankle. yeah. Right, it, it was it was a contact injury, which you put back together. And you go, I am, I, I hear what you are saying, and you are probably right. But if the scenario that you painted, seven games, a point or two in either direction, and they come up a little bit short, my my concern is not, hey, are they going to be able to do it again? It's damn, they just missed. And as a Laker fan, and as a as somebody that wants to win championships, I think the Lakers you can count them on one hand in all sports, title or bad season. The Lakers are one of a few teams that live like that.
1: True, but then there's also the reality part. And I think the reality part is where it differs for me. Yeah, I get it. Lakers, before they won their last championship, they had won 16 championships. But to sit here and say, hey, it's a championship or bust when D'Angelo Russell's your point guard and Julius, it's just like, okay, it's unrealistic. Of course. It's realistic now. And when I say that, you're right. For us to sit and try to predict how many more years LeBron's going to be LeBron James, it's stupid. Because I remember when LeBron was coming to the Lakers for the first year. Retirement job. And it was his 16th season. He's not even going to try anymore. How crazy was all that conversation? (laughs) And here he is now, three years with the Lakers. He's won an NBA championship. Two years the Lakers have had injuries. One of them was to LeBron three years ago. Another one was to LeBron and Anthony Davis his past season, right? But AD specifically in the playoffs. That's the part that I think is the only thing that should derail them, and that doesn't mean Brooklyn's not good enough to beat them because they are.
0: Yeah, look, I can't wait. I hope it goes exactly the way that you said, and I hope that the Lakers end up winning the title, but I think Shaq's, Shaq, Shaq knows. Shaq was a member of this team for a long time that won three championships. He knows. Shaq doesn't look at his tenure in Los Angeles and says, I won three, but I went to four. Uh-uh. He won three probably should have had four
1: no question about it they right? should have had more right the, <laughs> the, there, there's Him and no Kobe should have played at least 10 years I together
0: bps mm-hmm. i scored this many points i blocked this many shots and i went th- it's what did you you're on the lakers yeah how many titles did you win Three. Oh, cool not i went to the finals four times it's different here and 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 it's it's awesome and it's a high bar and that's why when anthony davis is one of the best players in the league Al, people go yeah i'm gonna need a little more out of you That that's only happens in places like this. It only happens on the way like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's the best way it could be. It's Mm -hmm. the ultimate compliment. Except if you end up in the dump, which is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee 710 ESPN. All right, Al, before we get to the dump, there's good stuff today. Blockbuster probably wants that tweet back. We'll get to that in just a couple of seconds here. But people hate things. People hate t- players on other teams in particular. Well,
1: you went you went from you know sports villains, and I forgot how the conversation – oh, Funches brought it up in Bunch of Funch. J.J. Reddick retired. J.J. Reddick retired. You went from sports villains to just call us, tell us what you want to complain about. I'm like, Trav, that's it's the kind angle. Of my like, I yeah, like yeah, no, no, I like that.
0: Complaining feels good. It, it kind of unburdens yeah. you, makes you feel uh, pretty good inside. Let's try at least one more here. Newport Beach and Blaine. I feel like everybody's named Blaine in Newport Beach. Blaine, what's going on this morning? <laughs> hey, guys, you're awesome. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks. Uh, I got two. Uh, Shooter McGavin always kind of ticked me off. <laughs> and he reminds me, he reminds me a lot of Lane Kibben, both smug, narcissistic, full of themselves, and really like kind of, you know, also, I had a personal experience with Lane Kiffin in my son's football camp when he was getting recruited and just was a zero personality. So those are my two. That's that's pretty good. Um, I covered Pac-12 Media Day when yep. Lane Kiffin was the head coach at SC. Mm-hmm. And they bring the coaches through. They bring all the and Mike Riley was at Oregon State at the time, sat down, was awesome was just awesome, engaging, telling stories, good time, talked a little bit of Oregon State football, whatever. But just he was awesome. Rich Rodriguez was the coach at Arizona at the time. He comes through, he's awesome. Lane Kiffin sat down, crossed his legs, and literally turned his back on me. And was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. It was so yeah, Blaine, I'm with you on that. He the old miss can have Lane Kiffin. That that's Do fine. you by follow
1: me. uh Shooter McGavin on Twitter? No. Should I? It's a good follow. Is
0: it the actor or is it like some weird I ghost think, account. Listen, I could be completely wrong, but I think it's the actor. It's the actor, but he it's, he goes by Shooter McGavin on, on Twitter. I, I I have a Shooter McGavin story. Have I ever told this story? No, say it. So I used to live over on the west side, and a lot of people here in town know this intersection. It's the intersection of San Vicente and Montana Avenue. Okay. Okay. There's a uh, coffee bean on the corner there. I'm parked with my buddy in his car. He has a Bronco and the top's off, so it's a summer day. It's beautiful. We're sitting there parked at a red light. Shooter McGavin walks across the intersection right in front of our car, Mm -hmm. the actor whose name I can't quote right now. And my buddy John says, I eat pieces of like you for breakfast, the line from Happy Gilmore. Yep. Without breaking stride, without looking up, coffee cup in one hand, just waves at the car like, "Hey guys, see ya." Heard it. You're the 38th person to tell me that in the last hour, and just keeps moving. Christopher <laughs> McDonald. Christopher the, McDonald. Uh, I oh, from that moment forward, I loved him because it would have been very easy for him to pretend he didn't hear it, and he just, "Hey guys, yep, see ya. Thank you. Okay." Just, it.
1: just as an example, this is one of his tweets yesterday. It's just a photo of Aaron Rodgers during the game doing one of these, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> And he just titles it, he learned from the best. Like it, It's actually a good follow. It's a good follow. There was some uh, happy Gilmore anniversaries, and he was all over it, and going back and
0: forth with Adam Sandler. Absolutely love it. Let's go to the dump. Okay. This was a tweet. Okay. sent out by the official blockbuster account mm-hmm. for those of you that know i don't need to explain it i gotta actually get there today i gotta <laughs>
1: return a couple i got a couple movies to
0: return <laughs> you got a couple of vhs copies of star wars that die you die hard three i gotta take back so when video stores still existed uh blockbuster was the king kong of this this genre yeah this is what they tweeted 10 years ago this is not aged well tweet while you're tweet why you're leaving netflix the top three most creative tweets using hashtag goodbye netflix will win a one-year subscription to blockbuster okay whoops <laughs> a- am i am i wrong on
1: this because from what i understand blockbuster still has some locations right they still have like a couple i'm not kidding i think alaska there's some locations
0: i think it's it, it's there's one i saw so i watched the documentary. On Netflix, I believe. It's on, Get it's out of Yeah, it's, it's in, in, Oregon. It's it's in Bend, Oregon. Oregon. It's in Bend, Oregon. And there's one left. Yes. Freezing cold takes, by the way, yeah. during sports, right? Oh, they'll
1: find you. Like, if you would have tweeted oh, out- For sure. If, if somebody would have tweeted out yesterday, um, yeah, Jared Goff doesn't look all that bad, and it's, you know, end of the first half. <laughs>
0: You're gonna get up on freezing cold. I better tapes. go through my Twitter feed because I guarantee you I have one or one or two of those. Jared Goff isn't that bad. This is from uh, everybody knows Andrew Siciliano. He does the Rams pregame, show, uh, yeah. pre, the preseason games. Red Zone, Andrew mm-hmm. Siciliano, NFL Network. And he just texts me. Did Good you man. just tell a story about a Bronco at the corner of San Vicente and Montana in Brentwood? Yeah, I did. Not that Bronco, Andrew. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. But you're right. I was in a different Bronco, same neighborhood. but uh, a Shooter McGavin story. Yeah, the Shooter McGavin story. I used to see O.J. at the uh, Brentwood Country Mart right down the street from there all the time Mm. with Marcus Allen. That's when I'd go buy baseball cards up there when I was 10. Mm. It was was pretty good. All right, let's keep moving in the dump. How about this? Coming into last night's Monday Night Football game, a guy had made a bet on a 16-team parlay. Where he bet twenty five dollars yep. that would have won him more than seventy five thousand. He needed the Lions on the money line. They just needed to win. They just they didn't need to cover. They just need needed to win. Yeah. And then Jared Goff went to work and took seventy five grand out of that guy's pocket. What are you talking about? <laughs> Listen,
1: if I'm coming in in a sixteen team parlay and all I need is the Lions to win at Green Bay, I'm telling everyone before the game starts, I'm not winning.
0: This is not happening. Well, so, okay, I'm not – somebody that's a gambling person, hit me up on Twitter, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa, and help me out here. Yeah. I'm fairly certain sometimes you, put you can a sell that bet to someone else. Like they'll give you. Yeah. So if it's seventy five grand, mm-hmm. you can sell the ticket for. Are you placing the bet right now? $1? You want to make a <laughs> couple calls? I'll make a couple calls. <laughs> you, got, you got the guy. I'll text Funches. Are you? It, not, it, if you're in that situation, are you betting on your seventy five thousand dollar hit on the Lions, or are you selling that bet to someone else? Like, look, I'll give you five grand for this, but I get the ticket. Lions are not beating the Packers. So right. I'm
1: selling whatever Maybe I can sell. Maybe wanted to buy one, it. One
0: thing, guys, it wasn't seventy-five thousand dollars. It was seventy-five uh seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: Seven hundred and fifty K is what he would have won if, if, if the Lions if beat the, Lions the Packers. The Packers. Yes. If you'd have told me, hey, Al, you gotta bet ten dollars on that Monday night game. And all you need to do is just have the Lions win. I'm holding on to my ten dollars.
0: <laughs> he basically he basically guessed all the winning the winners of of a, a, a right. That's two. a parlay.
1: You got to yeah. guess all the teams right.
0: <laughs> that's seven hundred and fifty thousand. Put points. all that money on Jared Goff,
1: on the Lions that okay. I have to watch again weren't on Thanksgiving. They winning, Here's weren't they the winning question. at first? We say that again. Were they
0: winning at first? They, they were, were ahead up at, at the half. half, half.
2: Yeah. yeah, they were
0: ahead yeah. at the half. They're the okay, Lions had a good half then. At half, it's seventeen to fourteen mm-hmm. Lions. You got selling $750,000 somebody says I'll buy that ticket off you you keep in mind you've only invested yep. 25 bucks yep. somebody says I'm gonna buy that ticket off you for a thousand dollars right now with them leading at the half do you sell it I wouldn't sell it just because the
1: 750 the obviously the plus side and a is not going to make or break it's not the end of the world Jared Goff is the quarterback of the. but Lions. I'm also knowing that I'm losing a thousand dollars I also know that I'm flushing a grand down the toilet
0: it does kind of feel like that, doesn't yeah. it? It does feel like you I, – I, I don't know. I think I'm going to let it ride. I think I'm going to let it ride. All right. Did you see that uh, Peyton Manning says that he believes that the Patriots tapped his locker? How good was he, that? How good was way, that? He said, he said he'd go in the shout. How Brett could,
1: Favre was on yesterday. How good is that? Um, Gronk came on yesterday. Yeah, He. by the way, this was one of those things from Peyton, too. He wasn't hiding anything. He's like, yeah, I think one time the Patriots had a game they played in Indianapolis, something along those lines, and he said, yeah, I knew my locker was going to be wired and tapped, so I just went with the receivers and the rest of the offense in the shower, seven of us huddled in the corner.
0: Okay, I don't know if this is like urban legend or something, or our Football team's really this preoccupied with espionage? I mean, going back to tape lockers. Yeah, but he's talking going the, back he's to talking filming. about the
1: Patriots specifically. I, I
0: get it. I get it. But presumably if the Patriots are doing it, look, a lot of guys have left the Patriots and gone to other places. Yeah. Patriots win a whole bunch of games. If, if I'm a Patriot assistant coach and all of a sudden I'm an assistant coach somewhere else, I'm saying, hey, you know what we used to do over here? We might want to try it over here. It just feels like this is far more urban legend than real. Do you remember when
1: that video? Where were they in Cleveland? Where the dude was set up? The Patriots were set up.
0: <laughs> I mean, what, what? What? Huh? What? Huh? I, I'm not. I mean, you can take the tape. So
1: no, <laughs> I don't think this is espionage. I don't. I think there are legitimate concerns
0: about certain franchises, Patriots being one of them. Whose birthday are you more excited about today, Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which Ked? is your favorite show as a kid? Y- yep. Or another legendary. Uh, actor from a legendary kid show uncle joey david coulier also has a birthday today that's solid those are two solid ones really good yeah those are two solid ones i'll go carlton carlton's a
1: legend that's your show
0: every time we talk tv shows or anything you are always the fresh prince of bel-air guy
1: funch was that your favorite or no
0: it wasn't my favorite No? no what was your favorite uh i don't know man i i it's i had so many favorites i gotta think about it for a second But it's not fresh. Fresh fresh race is probably my top five.
1: How good was Carlton? The Carlton dance. The dude has his own dance. People are still performing it at weddings like you're going to be doing this Friday. (laughs) That's kind of all I got. (laughs)
0: That's kind of my only go-to move. Yeah, that's your go-to. I'm not a good dancer. Everybody's like, okay, Trav, you
1: want to show us something else? You're like, no, no, this is... This is the one.
0: I'm doing my Tom Jones or my Carlton. I've got one move. It's awkward. I do it over and over and over again, and then I go sit down and. and but you eat my could cake. do that with confidence and do it so awkward that it becomes kind of cool.
1: Like if you do it and <laughs> you're it. uncomfortable, that's not a good thing. If you're comfortable with it, that's all that matters. The pod, ESPN app, on iTunes. Catch all full three hours. If you miss any part of the show, 9:55 to 1 p.m. and Mason Island coming up next
0: 12 games to go in the Dodger season they open up a three game series in Colorado today Al I would very much like to come in here at 8:55 tomorrow 9:55 tomorrow morning knowing that we have 11 with zero to go we'll see you then